This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Bug hates candy wrapper screaming babies. He sees with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Cause Doug loves movies. Hey, everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. That was Garfunkel and Oates with the holiday version of the Doug Loves Movies song. It's December 7th, 2010, and we are coming to you from the UCB Theater in L.A. in front of a live audience. (laughs) Full of name tags. Do we have name tags? Everyone's doing this kind of hip thing where they bring a name tag, and then they hold it up when the time comes. (laughs) Instead of walking around with a nerd with a, like a nerd with a name tag on. And then they brought the house lights up for me. This is crazy. So Matthew is here and a guy in a flux shirt named Gordon. Ricky is here. What is that from the arc light? 
Josh from the ArcLight, when you work at the ArcLight, they let you put one movie on your tag, and uh, I always look when I go to the movies there, I was like, what's your movie? In his movie, of all the movies, you get to name one. Oh, you have two different badges? Okay, th- we don't need the whole story. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Wait, you have one to clock in with because why? Is it like inappropriate in some way? Okay, Annie Hall's your clock in. And then you're wear it around all the time is the Brothers Bloom. Did you guys see that? In what universe could Adrian Brody and Mark Ruffalo be brothers? Uh, yeah, uh, Adrian had a tougher delivery. <laughs> We had to use the forceps on Adrian. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for uh, bringing your badge from work. That really wasn't what I was looking for. <laughs> the writing on those is so tiny, I could never see it. All right, Josh, well, maybe you'll get picked by one of my guests tonight. I have a few more things to say before I bring them out. I had a wonderful time, a uh, wonderful Christmas time in... Uh, Dallas and Fort Worth last weekend, and you can see me at the Improv in Tampa this weekend, the weekend that this episode will plop. Uh, I will be doing the Marijuana Logs in New York City on December 18th at 420. Uh, you can go to www, I guess you could just say livenation.com <laughs> for tickets. Please watch the Betsy Interruption tonight at midnight, 11 Central on Comedy Central if you're downloading this on a Friday. Uh, my guests uh, this particular Friday are Brian Posehn, Greg Proops, and Tig Nataro. So that was a really good show. And uh, go to ComedyDeathRay.com to bid on a bunch of great auction items with the money going to L.A. Food Bank, including uh, the opportunity to be a guest on an episode of this show the current bid for that is $1,075. And uh, the bidding on to go to the movies with me, where I will fly to where you are and see a movie with you, is $860. So I get to finally feel like a whore. All these years when I could be whoring, I didn't, and now I finally know what it's like. But... That'll be fun. I'll be happy to go to wherever the highest bidder is. And uh, as you guys know, I am a very big fan of Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the motion picture. And uh, yeah, uh, Edgar Wright was on before with two people from that movie. And I say, let's do it again. Please welcome Edgar Wright, Kieran Culkin, and Anna Kendrick to the podcast. Welcome them warmly. Edgar took the pole position. There goes Kieran. And Anna Kendrick sitting as far away from me as possible. It's not the arrangement I was hoping for. But it's, it's cool. No, it's totally cool. Say hi. Pick up your microphone, Kieran. He had to take off his awesome skeleton gloves. Jack Skellington, yeah. <laughs> Jack Disney Skellington, yeah, yeah, that's right. Do you like that uh, that they remade the Haunted Mansion with all Chris- Nightmare Before Christmas stuff? Have Wait, you seen that? No. Yeah. Wait, I did go on it a couple months ago. I did not notice that. <laughs> it seemed like normal Haunted Mansion. Like when you got to the tombstones, it was those four old guys singing and everything was normal. You know, I really don't think that I've really paid close, close attention to the Haunted Mansion before. 
That's some detail. That's uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't notice any difference. <laughs> so I don't know what I get it. I get what about. you're saying. You don't go to Disneyland without getting messed up on something. <laughs> <laughs> you're not there to memorize things like I am. I'm a big nerd at Disneyland. That's different. Why is that different? Um, we got derailed there for a second. I apologize. Kieran, welcome. Uh, I, I've just met you tonight, and so far it's yeah. been great. Yeah, it's been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we had a nice time at the bar next door, and um, yes. I just want to say about your performance in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, one of my favorite moments in the movie is when you violently throw your keys <laughs> at Michael Sarah's head. Thank you. And you're welcome. I mean, it was also shot well by some director, but uh, it had a, uh, it's an amazing moment. I'd like to say before that cutaway happened, where he gets hit on the head with the keys, I really bonked him on the head with those keys from across the room, so. Uh, probably several times, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, they were heavy keys, and yeah, I was aiming for his noggin, and yeah. <laughs> but how many takes till you got it right? Well, once, once you nailed it, then we had to do the reverse, and I said, Michael, is it okay if we do a couple more takes with the keys going at the head? So he took it. He didn't take it on the chin, he took it on the head. Yeah, yeah. It jarred him at one point. I think he, he, he lost his next line when I bonked him real good. I think that was the goal. <laughs> well, I, I love it either way, and I, th- I think you're great in the movie. And Anna, of course, uh, I'm very excited to have here because third Academy Award nominee to appear on Doug Loves Movies. Damn. Were they, yeah. all, were they all lady nominees? All, yeah, all women. That's an interesting thing that they're all women. They're all like I don't. They they were coerced by a, someone to uh, participate. Is Lyft um, not an Academy Award nominee? Oh, that's right. So four. Ah. Thanks, thanks for taking that away from me. Though now I'm. He was four. nominated for Raising Cain. Oh, he should have been. No, four he, times. He, he was should have been nominated, nominated four times for Raising Cain. He was nominated for Terms of Endearment and Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> No, I don't know. Uh, I, I think he was just nominated the one time, but there's probably another one, Cliffhanger or something. But uh, <laughs> Ricochet. <laughs> yeah. We could go all night with this game. Uh, Lithgow movies that didn't deserve Oscars for 100, Alex. Um, but uh, so, yeah, the fourth Academy Award nominee. I feel less special now. Thanks a lot. But <laughs> the third lady one. And um, also probably the first that's going to probably get nominated again. No that offense to the others. <laughs> but I feel like but they're not here and they don't yeah, listen to the podcast. Yeah. See, I can't talk go. shit about you on a future podcast because you actually listen to it. And that's, uh, that's very exciting to me. Th- here we go. F- the first Academy Award nominee that listens to the podcast hey. and appeared on the podcast. You did it. So that's exciting. <laughs> I wrote down a question for you. Let's see what I wrote down. Oh, so since you're an Academy Award member, can you disclose a- anything that might be getting your vote for this uh, this particular year? Or is that a big secret ballot kind of thing? I, I, feel, I feel more drunk with power over the fact that I'm a member of the Academy now than, than getting actually getting nominated. Because I do feel like, oh, it's, it's in my hands. Um, it's so a prize that keeps on weird? giving. Can I? Am I not? Is that weird if I say like? 
what I, I really don't know if it's for. weird. I, I just know well, that I the know. Academy might have rules. Like, don't go talking about who you voted for or who, pl- who you plan to vote for. Like, they don't want you campaigning for anyone, I don't think. Oh, yeah, that's true. But if you said that you were a fan... <laughs> You said that you were a fan of some particular thing and would like to see it get nominated. Well, I, I mean, I feel I feel like it's not super cool anymore, but um, but I you know I think Social Network is the best thing I've seen in a long time. It seems to be losing a little steam in that regard, but it's so good and so Haters critically acclaimed hate. that <laughs> with ten nominees for Best Picture, it's got to get nominated. But you're talking about Eisenberg for Best Actor, right? Because I think he should get nominated. Oh yeah, for that. oh yeah. If he doesn't at least get nominated, I'll I'll spit. I tell Everyone you. else was good in a way. <laughs> <laughs> and no one. Wants what will that. you spit on? Yeah. Anything in particular? Or you just spit like that's something you never do. <laughs> I'm spit, damn it! Look out, everybody! Spit's coming. Um, so yeah, so uh, that's a good vote. I think I agree with that vote. Edgar, what do you? I saw and you talked to me about how you were on the jury for the Independent Spirit Awards. I was with fellow podcaster Adam Scott. We were both on the jury. I can't divulge anything because then it will be. I mean, it was it was pretty amazing. It was like twelve angry men. Well, tell did you really twelve very mellow men? But, yeah, you know, <laughs> but but, and dis- women. but disagreements are plenty. <laughs> there were disagreements. Yeah, it was pretty amazing to be involved in something like that. But it was cool. I had to watch. Um, I had to watch like I watched about sixty films, and because I had to do that Blu-ray press tour, which you were a part of, uh, I was way behind. And in the last week, I had to watch five movies a day to get back up to speed. So there was a point in the week up to the leading up to the deliberation where I watched five DVDs a day, which was. Not the best way. That takes a little bit of the fun out of it. Then then it's you have to watch them. Well, what's weird is that when you watch a lot of independent spirits and independent films in a row, unless you kind of like pick and choose very carefully what order you're going to watch them in, you start watching things of the same subject matter. So I would genuinely right like today's Holocaust Day. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. It was kind of like. Yeah, there was like sort of five. Oh, gun incidents at schools day. (laughs) (laughs) There wasn't many of those. It was mostly infidelity films. That was the big. Oh, that's big. Yeah. And then there was one. There was one film. There was one film where somebody didn't cheat on somebody, and I actually went, "Thank you." (laughs) Like when finally somebody didn't cheat on somebody. Did you think it was terribly motivated for Julianne Moore to make out with Mark Ruffalo in? and do more than that. Spoiler alert. Uh, like, was that so. kind of surprising? I think any. Or did she just love that she he was the father for children? Like that was sexy to her. I she should have used that as her excuse. <laughs> she never said that. I think I think Mark Ruffalo clearly has the power to turn anybody, which I believe he's going to use in his role as the Hulk in the Avengers as well. <laughs> In, in the in the Avengers, spo- I, I believe that like uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk turns Captain America in the Avengers. <laughs> do, you, do you think Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk will be more of a Ed Norton Hulk or a uh, what's, well, I, what's I ha- the name of the first guy? I had Eric Banner. Eric Banner. Eric Banner. Yeah. I had an idea that eventually, so many actors have played the Hulk that eventually you'll have a new Hulk film, which is like Todd Haynes. I'm not there where a different actor every time every time he changes back to Bruce Banner it becomes a different actor wouldn't that be amazing that would be great <laughs> that would be amazing because he's not an interesting character so far in, in the movies mid- in the middle of you it you just want him to turn into the Hulk and yeah. then he's a completely different dude but then you could have Ed Norton 
Well, you can't have Bill Bixby. He's dead. You can have Ed Norton, like yeah. Mark Ruffalo, Eric Banner, Kate Blanchett. Why can't you have? <laughs> <laughs> why can't you have Bill Bixby, uh, Jeff Young, Jeff Bridges, and Tron style? Why can't they just get some uh, footage of Bixby from like The Magician or something? And it can uh, isn't put George Lucas supposed to be reanimating dead stars? Isn't that the big thing? Oh, is he going to do that? I think so. That, is, I, I, that makes me want to kill Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> so give a give a good excuse. Very sincere laugh back there. Kieran, <laughs> 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 uh, do you get much time to uh, go to the movies? Do you see a lot of movies? I don't usually. Until yesterday, I think the most recent thing I saw was maybe... Well, I saw Toy Story 3, actually. Okay. Look so at there's, that. there's children in your world, or... Well, no. <laughs> or again, you just got fucked up and went and saw a Disney yeah. thing? <laughs> yeah, every, every Pixar movie, right? You gotta do mushrooms? Is that the idea? That's, or is that just that's, me? That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not an, an idea I had. I was just settling for pot, but I might as well take it up a notch uh, when I see one of those. I'm in the minority. I, I think Toy Story 3 is, uh, you know, is, I think it's good, but I don't think it's the amazing movie that people make it out to be. I think it's, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I know. I, I like we've it. we've had we this discussion. We've talked about it. Yeah. I I, maybe it was overhyped to me or something, but and we already—I think we talked this about about this the last time you were on, so I don't want to—I don't want to bore the listeners there sitting there going, "They spoke of this already." <laughs> Wasn't interesting the first time. That's that's really nice to say that my listeners sound like that. <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, you must sound like. <laughs> All right. So where were we? So. What kind of awards did Somewhere get nominated for? Because it, it's an independent spirit kind of movie, right? That one kind of lost out, but it's, it uh, did. But it got nominated for a couple things, didn't it? No, I don't think it nothing? did. Nothing shut out. It it's interesting though. I, I t- it's dude, worth, it's worth, did I, all of you see it? Did you see Somewhere? I don't know what that is. It's yeah. uh, what's her it's name? Sophia yeah. Coppola. It's definitely, it's oh. definitely worth seeing. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like Lost in Translation. If if you took out the uh, hilarious character. <laughs> But it's still visually interesting and uh, also kind of, it just makes you think a lot while you're watching it. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't wait to see it. (laughs) I've done that though. I think most trailers make you feel like you've seen it already and you can just kind of speak that way about something, but... In the I, I, case of Somewhere, the trailer made it look like it was, you know, because they showed a moment from each of the oh very yeah. long scenes, so it seemed like a regularly paced movie, but then when you actually watch it, it's, uh, it's, a, it's extremely slow, and a lot of times uh, she just sets up a camera and uh, shoots a scene and from one perspective. And she makes the end. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of uh, very s- subtle little things that just some, happen. I realize that, actually, that some of the independent trailers are actually sort of more spoilery than the big blockbuster ones you know because never let me go is quite a spoiler filled trailer as well if you oh see it. i don't even, i don't know if i've seen or paid attention okay. to the trailer for that i so still well, want to see it, it because if you, you recommend no, it it's to great me. but like don't, if you want to see the movie do not watch the trailer you know because it really spells out the whole pretty much yeah the whole journey um what have, have you been lucky with all the trailers for your movies or have any of them given away too much uh it's always a tricky one, that, because you can't, you know, like, 
I look at like some old like teasers and stuff, and like the old teasers where they wouldn't show anything are like just amazing. And uh, you don't, especially with how aggressive you have to be, you don't have a chance to do that anymore. Like it would have been amazing to have done trailers for Scott Pilgrim, which didn't have any fights in them at all, and like that was left as a surprise. But that's it's impossible. You can't do that. Um, you have to show people that, but then in showing them the fights, people mistook it, mistakenly mistook it for. <laughs> They kind of got the impression it was a, a fighting movie, or that you should only, you know, that they, they didn't realize that it was that music and choreography and clever I guess dialogue so. and yeah, likable characters. There's so much more to it. I know it's a tricky. They're always tricky to kind of put together. I remember in Hot Fuzz, we had to really fight to make them leave out the villains of the piece in the trailer, and had to cut together an. Because it's trailer. all people that are. It's a double cross. Yeah. Like they all admit to being the villain at some point when yeah. they're ready to tell their whole scheme while someone's tied to a chair. Oh yeah, and the British trailer didn't like have any of that twist in it, and then the American when we came over to the states, it was like fuck it, go for broke. They just changed it completely and kind of gave everything away. So with Timothy Dalton as the bad guy, pretty much, yeah, <laughs> pretty much, Mr. Pricklepants himself. <laughs> Did you know that he got the role in Toy Story Three because of Hot Fuzz? That's absolutely true. Because they love Hot Fuzz so much yeah. and thought that voice was perfect. Yeah, and it, Timothy Dalton got the role of a hedgehog <laughs> through like a Hot Fuzz, <laughs> which is amazing. Which is amazing. All right, I'll give Toy Story 3 another chance. <laughs> and I'm going to keep talking... Prickle pants. Yeah, I'm going to keep talking about Somewhere because I want, I want people to see it and then tell me what they thought because it, is am- it, it really is amazing in its confidence that absolutely nothing can happen and someone would keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> Not <laughs> since Brown Bunny. <laughs> 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 Something happens at the end of Brown Bunny, though. Yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah, it does. And that's the thing. He got wind of that, so you went to see that happen. But somewhere, you know, I'm not going to give anything away because there's just nothing to give away. You just watch it. and But I, like I said, I, I found it interesting, and I liked it. I, I liked the performances, and uh, it's, it's a really weird thing. Uh, but... I guess it got snubbed by the Independent Spirit Awards. I can't say nothing. So that's like, you, you're not as independent as you thought you were. <laughs> Spirit Awards. Why aren't you nominating movies where nothing happens? <laughs> called, it's called Somewhere. They can't even get specific about a location. <laughs> Why did they just call it Chateau Marmont? Because a lot of it's in there. So They do feature that. Um, I think the, the singing waiter... That guy, that singing waiter that's been there for like 20 years, he should be up for Best Supporting Actor. That seems awkward to me. Like, there's a scene where Stephen Dorff is a big movie star just hanging out in the lobby of the Chateau Marmont, and the guy comes over and says, hey, and they kind of know each other because movie stars stay in that hotel for like months at a time when they're making a movie. But then, uh, then the guy just, you know, he just starts playing a song for him, and it's just the two of them sitting there, and he just sort of like pretends to enjoy it. But that's weird. That's awkward. And then he doesn't tip the guy when he's done. He just says, thanks. Thanks for playing that song. Yeah, I sat down to play a song for you because you look sad. I'm not trying to make a living. (laughs) (laughs) The original ending of that film is a deleted scene was where that that singing waiter killed Stephen Dorff. That was the original ending of the film. Oh, that'd be so great. (laughs) Something finally happened. You watch it right to the end of the credit roller because that's what happens after the credits. Yeah, and then Sam and L. Jackson's Nick Fury turns up as well. <laughs> you didn't watch to the end of the credit roll, I did you? I thought the credits was just going to be two hip songs that 
Sofia Coppola enjoys, and then it would be over. I didn't know there'd be like a moment at the end, like Ferris Bueller, where he says, go home. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Do you guys want to play the Leonard Maltin game? Oh, yes. yes. Now, so Kieran got asked by Edgar to appear here, and I appreciate that. And then you actually did the research. You listened yes. to about eight episodes. Mm-hmm. And, and you're fired up to play this game. I really want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, the audience, I'm sure, really wants you guys to play because the uh, prizes this time, it's, it's a crazy big bag of uh, amazing stuff. There's a poster here, which I can only assume is a Scott Pilgrim poster, <laughs> that, uh, that all three of you guys will sign, oh, yeah. and you could actually be doing that while I describe the rest of the, the, rest of the things that are here. A smaller Scott Pilgrim poster from the night where we did we did two screenings of it at the New Beverly here in Los Angeles, and they made a neat poster for it. And Edgar put one of those in here. <gasps> Speaking of posters, a poster of me, <laughs> my uh, my CD DVD hypocritical oaf. That's in there, so that's that's something you could just throw away as soon as you get out of here. Scott Pilgrim on, uh, is this Blu-ray or DVD? Both. Both. <laughs> I finally did it. I've, uh, I've never made fun of your accent until I finally got comfortable enough with you to be like, both. <laughs> I almost did it when you were saying Hulk, because I almost said, what are you saying? How do I say it? Like, say, say Hulk again. Say it. The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sounds like Hulk. Like there's an extra O, uh, an extra I and a Y in there or something. That's how they spell it. Like in the UK. egg yolk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at this Scott Pilgrim T-shirts. That's awesome. And um, what am I leaving out, Edgar? Is there anything a else? A soundtrack in there as well. A soundtrack. CD? Hats. Hats. Scott Pilgrim hats. Somebody's gonna be Scott Pilgrim. Their whole wardrobe got Scott Pilgrim thongs in here. <laughs> And I have some stuff from a company, when I was in Dallas, somebody gave me these. It's a company called Woot, and they make these, uh, really? People are excited about it? And they make these monkeys that are so cool because you, you could stick your fingers into their, into their, yeah. little, their little mitts, yeah. and they turn into a slingshot. What? Yeah. <laughs> It says right on it that it could go up to 50 feet. <laughs> I think the roof is a little lower than that in here. But then it also, whenever you shoot it, makes it, a good sound. it makes a good noise that it's it stopped making for some reason. Let's try this one. <laughs> oh, I've got two of them. All right, so the winner will get one. Let's give one to an audience member right now. Finally, finally something to hurl at an audience that's going to scream in agony when you do it. And then I'm... <laughs> it's still going off over there. Shut up! So that's from... I guess if you go to woot.com, you could find those. I assume so. And then, oh, there's the poster all signed by everybody. Do you guys have, like, a thing that you write when you sign stuff, or you just sign your name? Ah... Uh. Sometimes it depends what kind of ha you know. If I write "fuck you" and then I sign my name. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 we did an, a signing at Amoeba 
we did a signing Amoeba for the Blu-ray and Michael Sarah si- he signed a different thing on every single one and my favourite one and I had to point out because I was at the end of the line I had to point out to those people he's doing this is unique he's doing a different one but one of them was like Michael I am not in Zombieland Sarah <laughs> <laughs> He's That's got such cool. a complex about that. <laughs> I don't know what kind of idiot would confuse those two guys. I, I think they're totally super different and both awesome, but that's just me. I agree. Let's play the Leonard Malton game, you guys. Yeah. Since Edgar made all this happen, since he was the one that made the phone calls, I'm just get, I'm just to here get, to try and to re- get Kieran and Anna here. I'm trying to hit here to try and like triumph where. Michael Sarah fucked me last time, so I want to, I'm here to beat Sam Levine. That's the only reason I'm here. Everybody, <laughs> everybody comes in here with such a grudge. Oh, like good, good idea. Let's pick some names for you guys to play for. Let's start with Anna. Who would you like to play for? I'll play for. Go take their name tag from them if you want to play for them. I'll play. For, I'll play for Shane. Shane. I was gonna pick that. You like Shane too? <coughs> All right. So she's gonna take your name tag. This is a new thing I thought of. Now that she has a name tag, then I can look over there and go, Anna's playing for Shane. I'm not going to win. She, she's saying off sorry, mic I'm she's sorry, not going to win. On mic she's I totally cocky. Shane. Okay. Yeah. Who he would you like money? to play yeah. for, Karen? How much, how much is that? Is that a dollar? What? It says my name on it. It's a billion dollars. It's a, <laughs> it's a dollar bill. All right. And win. I'm keeping the dollar, right? Yeah. <laughs> the old get-rich-quick scheme that is... The Leonard Mullen game. And what's his name? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Some guy just lost a dollar. I'm going to go with Gordon. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so Kieran is playing for Gordon. <laughs> That's a, that's a good you got a good story out of it. <laughs> you can't be too pissed. You can't spend the rest of your life. I'm not going to any of his movies. <laughs> I can I can see three people here who have Shaun of the Dead name badges. But oh, so you should go, go get what, one what, of them. What, what are your names? Don. Yeah. Mike, Adam. Don, Mike, and Adam. Could you guys could they divvy up everything if they win? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, All right. So I'll go for the who's the one in the middle. Adam, Mike. Okay, Mike. All right, Mike. He's going to come. you got to tear your name tag off. And give it to him. <laughs> that monkey's still going crazy out in the audience. Okay. This is exciting. Let me make sure I did everything I was supposed to do. Yep, I wrote down right there. Guests should go get the name tag. <laughs> have these little ideas in the afternoon (laughs) then I write them down all right so Shane Gordon and Mike and those two other guys (laughs) and uh, (laughs) 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 we'll start why are you taunting him with that dollar bill (laughs) Um, what let me real quickly what are you gonna spend that dollar bill on do you have your eye on anything I have nothing clever to say. Can I recommend? Well, it doesn't have to be clever. I recommend. Uh, have you had Zowers? <laughs> no. They're a sour candy called Zowers. I, I bet you could get a bag of them for a dollar. And they're really good. Okay. Do you, want, do you want me to see how I pronounce that? 
<laughs> I would like to know how you pronounce that. Zowers. <laughs> you're really you're learning. You're good. I'll tell you about something about Edgar Wright. You can have a conversation with him, and he doesn't throw in. He says, "Where's the bathroom?" He knows where he is, and he knows that people would stare at him if he said Lou. You know what I mean? Like, you change it up. Oh, you I do say corridor. We're talking about Aliens 3 earlier. And he's like, it just ends with people running around corridors. <laughs> <laughs> that I love that that's the most random thing that we were talking about in the car. Like, yeah, fuck Alien 3. It's <laughs> 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 such a strange thing to be talking about. I love it. Corridors. How do you, how do you say it? Hallway. Oh, okay. <laughs> Or, or, or if I'm not mistaken, it's a tunnel. It's, a, it's, it's underground, right? It's like a cave. Okay, tunnel. Yeah. We'll agree to, you say tomato. That's like in modern romance when they're talking about the uh, bowel of the, the bowels of the spaceship and uh, somebody else wants to say basement. And they're like, you can't have a basement in a spaceship. <laughs> okay, so, um... Modern Romance. I said it right, didn't I? Everyone was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Albert Brooks movie. Okay. With the Hulk so with, that, with the gag about the Hulk. Let's start with Anna. That's right, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Hulk, exactly. They use, they, they, when George Kennedy's running, they loop in the sound of the Hulk running. And he goes, <laughs> Very good, Edgar. <laughs> but we're going to start with Anna and then go to Edgar and then Kieran will go third because he's, he's a new player and uh, he's got to warm up to it. Uh, so Anna gets to pick the topic. Would you like at Deviant suggested zombie movies? Uh, I thought that was appropriate. Um, another category is movies about movies where they're like making a movie in the movie. And then the third category is good things come in bears. <laughs> <laughs> which is <laughs> movies that have bears in them. Shouldn't that, shouldn't that category now be called Life's a Picnic? Yeah. Yeah, next time I'll call it Life's a Picnic. So which of those would you like to play, um, Anna? I will, I'll try uh, Good Things Come in Bears. <laughs> All right. Would you like a movie that has a bear in it or, or several bears? I'm not saying how many bears. Could be a one to multiple bear situation. Would you like one from 1988, 1989, or 2002? 2002. Most recent. Two stars from Leonard Maltin. I... I, I I would dare to say that's generous. <laughs> he says about it, uh, uh, it's a lazy excuse for a film. <laughs> 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 and he says that Willie Nelson makes a cameo appearance uh, in a movie with a bear. And there are uh, nine names. How many names do you think you can get it in? I guess I'll Anakin. try five. It's a solid opening bid. We go to Edgar. Yikes. I am going to go zero. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you. You guys are right to ooh because <laughs> if he pulls this off, automatic inclusion in the Tournament of Championships. <laughs> oh. Which is the main reason he's here tonight. <laughs> after what? After Michael Sarah fucked him. <laughs> All right, so um, in the ones you listen to, do you hear about negative yeah, names? Yeah, I have. I, there's just no way I'm forced to say name that movie. All right, here we go. I might be Zero spectacularly names. wrong, but it's got to be the country bears. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is 
is that? It's a Disney movie. It's based on a theme park, right? It's based on a theme park. It's based on the Bear Country Jamboree at Disneyland. I couldn't tell you he was the lead. But after the movie wasn't a hit, they just closed it and turned it into a Winnie the Pooh ride. (laughs) Isn't Christopher Walken? Christopher Walken is the top billed Uh, actor in the movie. Wow. Second billed is Stephen Tobolowski. He was a great actor, but he's rarely second billed. (laughs) Ned. Ned Ryerson is usually billed a lot lower. Oh, my God, that guy Mitch McConnell, that old politician, was like, right now, the government is like Groundhog Day, that old movie. He said that on, like, Meet the Press. <laughs> the, the, like, the government's like Groundhog Day. Oh, well, then you should get up next, the next morning and do something different. <laughs> I thought for a second you were going to say they mentioned the country bears on Meet the Press. <laughs> <laughs> no, close enough, though, for me to bring it up. Stoner Association. All right, so Edgar's got a point, and uh, Anna wasn't involved in that skirmish, so she gets to start the next the next round and pick a category. Jeez. Would you like recommended by Scarlet underscore Leather on Twitter uh, one name movies? That's movies where it's just one name is the title, like a first like or a last first name, name of first a last first or last okay. of a person, real or fictional, and uh, then uh, Entertainment Weekly's best bad movie poll. These are movies that were named the best bad movies by readers of that magazine and then uh, in theaters now which is very popular with people who are aware of movies that are in theaters now Uh, I guess I'll try in theaters now even though I think it's going to screw me over come on I don't know just from I was going to give a clue but I'm not going to give a clue thanks (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to pick one of these movies. Leonard doesn't give stars to the current movies. He just writes a really long review. So, uh, not really long, if you're listening, Leonard. (laughs) 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 Call him Leonard. I call him Leonard when I think he might be listening. If he's not listening, he's Len to me. Um, Let's see. So, uh, Leonard can't say he left satisfied after this movie. <laughs> and he also said that it, the movie starts out on the right foot. <laughs> and it's a current movie. That's all I get? That's all you get. That's and <laughs> there how, many are how many minutes is it? Oh, okay. You want to play it that way? <laughs> you want to go for some extra clues? It is... 146 minutes. <laughs> and there are 14 names. What do you say, AK? Um, uh, I don't know. I guess uh, 14 names? It's uh, No, there are 14 names. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, that's how um, many there are. Okay. Uh, six names? Six names is a good, good bold bid. Come to Edgar. He's playing for Mike and Don and another guy. <laughs> what? You're playing for Mike and Don and oh another yeah, guy. Right. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember three for three, but two out of three is not bad. Uh, I think I know what it is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play. But what did you just say? Uh, six. Okay, I'll go. I'll go four. <laughs> it's tough, right? Don't you want to cut off your own arm? <laughs> 
I'm pretty dumb. I might have just given it away. <laughs> you're such an asshole. Now you're in my head. I can't. <laughs> me. I don't. I don't toy with people like that. It's not. It's, it's not, not that, that movie, movie where the guy cut off his own arm. It's not. Oh, the, it's not the King's Speech. Leonard Moen. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard Moen would not do a review of 127 Hours that says it starts off on the right foot. <laughs> no. Leonard's not no, that mean. He saved that for my left foot. <laughs> <laughs> I say bid lower and put Anna in a position to decide. No. no. Sorry to disagree, because she could say name that movie and I'd be... The names might help. The three or four names at the bottom of the yeah, list? Yeah, they might help you. <laughs> Let me let me look mm. at what the names are. <laughs> I think you. <laughs> I think you didn't came, come to play if you didn't recognize these three names and then probably the movie that they're in. What was the last? I'm bid confident in you. I said I said I said four. He I says said four. four, so I say bid three. <laughs> I bid three. Yeah. <laughs> Anna. Well. <laughs> But if I say two and I'm wrong, then Edgar gets a point, right? Uh, well, he will have to say name that movie, so he could go lower. Fuck it. I'll try two. <laughs> All right. Now, Edgar, what have you got? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go one. <laughs> <laughs> name that movie. <laughs> All right. It's, you're gonna. You, you're absolutely gonna get it. The name is. Who do you think the name is? <laughs> I don't know about the name, but I think I know okay. what the film is. The name is Timothy Spall. Okay, it's Harry Potter Seven, uh, De- the Deathly Hallows Part One, <laughs> or Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. Yes, that's right. <laughs> but see what I was talking. About? The other names were Michael Gambon and uh, Robbie Coltrane. Yes. So you would have gotten it. I would have gotten it. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't trying to. Right. Ruin you, but uh, <laughs> did you get one and zero names? Yeah, the, yeah. So the you're country bears. So you're to my eternal shame. <laughs> so first, first you got into the tournament of championships, and then you won the whole thing here tonight by by doing what you just did just now. So congratulations goes out to uh, Edgar and Mike and Don, and who was the third guy? Adam. Adam. Who was the third guy? Okay, Adam. I'll bring you your prizes and. Uh, all of you pick up your microphones and just tell us things that, do you have stuff, uh, uh, Kieran, you have a movie called M that you did? That's actually horseshit. That's just That's just made up? Yeah. Because on IMDb, it says he's in a movie called M and that he plays Rupert Pupkin. Yeah. King of and I was looking at yeah. that going, what kind of movie is that where you play Rupert Pupkin <laughs> and it's totally made up? It's a fake movie, yeah. That's hilarious. So don't go see M with Kieran Culkin as Rupert Pupkin. <laughs> Here you go, guys. Here's your prizes. Now, where are the other two people that you were playing for? There's one right there, because they get to name a shithead of the week. Okay, don't say it too loud. <laughs> Everybody hear it. Do you guys? Do you have anything in the can that's coming out? Um, not Talk for about not it. for a while, and it doesn't have a title, so I don't really know what to say. Um, sorry, I'm the worst. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. That 
you know, I like to let people plug their stuff. Like, I'm, I'm going to be at the Punchline in San Francisco <laughs> December 28th and 29th. I'll be at the Irvine Improv December 26th. I'll be at uh, West Palm Beach Improv on uh, New Year's Eve and January 1st. January 1st, 2011. And um, I think I've covered all of my stuff. <laughs> I'm still uh, campaigning for Dobby to be nominated for Best Supporting Actor. <laughs> and uh, Hit Girl for Best Supporting Actress. <laughs> and with the SAG Awards, Scott Pilgrim for Best Cast, Best Ensemble <laughs> Cast. Come on, SAG Awards. I get to vote in that one. You vote in that one. You both vote in that one, right? SAG Awards. Hypothetically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might get around to it. Yes. But thank you so much for doing the show. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear for them. Anna thank Kendrick, you. Kieran Culkin, and the always delightful Edgar Wright, who's moving on to the Tournament of Championships. And as always, Charlie Sheen is a shithead, <laughs> and Aaron is a shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies.